Supreme Court Update S.A. and Metro Vancouver Housing Corporation 2019 SCC 4 The respondent, Metro Vancouver Housing Corporation, is a non-profit corporation that operates subsidized housing complexes. It also offers means-tested rental assistance in the form of rent subsidies to eligible tenants on a discretionary basis. Tenants wishing to receive rent subsidies must demonstrate on an annual basis that they meet the eligibility criteria by completing and submitting an assistance application. The Housing Corp limits eligibility for rental assistance to tenants who have less than $25,000 in assets. The appellant A, a person with disabilities, has resided in one of the Housing Corporation's housing complexes since 1992 and received rental assistance from the Housing Corp every year until 2015. The terms of her tenancy were set out in a tenancy agreement, which required that she provide an income verification statement to the Housing Corporation once a year. A also has an interest in a trust that was settled for her benefit in 2012. The terms of the trust provide that two co-trustees, A and her sister, together have the discretion to pay so much of the income and capital as they decide is necessary or advisable for the care, maintenance, education, or benefit of A. The structure of this kind of trust, commonly known as a Henson Trust, means that A cannot compel the trustees to make any payments to her and she cannot unilaterally collapse the trust. In 2015, the Housing Corporation requested that A disclose the balance of the trust. A refused, taking the position that her interest in the trust was not an asset that could affect her eligibility for rental assistance. The Housing Corporation advised her that it was unable to approve her application as, in its view, her trust was an asset and its value was required for it to determine her eligibility for rental assistance. Both A and the Housing Corporation filed petitions in the Supreme Court of British Columbia, seeking a determination as to whether A's interest in the trust is an asset for the purpose of considering her application for rental assistance. The Chamber's judge held that the meaning of the word assets, as used in the tenancy agreement, was broad enough to encompass A's interest in the trust, and therefore that the Housing Corporation was entitled to require that A disclose the value of her trust before it would consider her application for rental assistance. The Court of Appeal dismissed A's appeal. Held, Justices Brown and Rowe dissenting in part. The appeal should be allowed. Per Chief Justice Wagner and Justices Abella, Moldaver, Karakatsanis, Gascon, Cote, and Martin. As A had no actual entitlement to the trust property under the terms of the trust, her interest in the trust is not an asset that could disqualify her from being considered by the Housing Corporation for a rent subsidy. Accordingly, A was eligible to be considered by the Housing Corporation for rental assistance in 2015. The interpretation of the word asset, as it is used in the assistance application, is a justiciable issue that falls within the jurisdiction of this court. Although A does not have a contractual entitlement to a rent subsidy, even if she satisfies the eligibility criteria for rental assistance, the dispute between the parties is fundamentally contractual in nature. It turns on whether the housing corporation has a contractual obligation to consider any complete assistance application received from A, and, if so, whether the assistance application that A submitted for the year 2015 was in fact complete so as to trigger the housing corporation's obligation. 
The tenancy agreement imposes an obligation on the housing corporation to consider a complete application for rental assistance submitted by A. Individual tenants of the housing corporation properties have no contractual entitlement to receive rental assistance, and the amount, if any, that eligible tenants might be granted is determined by the housing corporation on a discretionary basis. However, the tenancy agreement imposes on the housing corporation an obligation to consider whether a tenant's rent will be adjusted in accordance with the terms of and information provided on the assistance application. The existence of this obligation is rooted in Clause 5A of the Tenancy Agreement and in the Tenancy Agreement's definition of the term unit rent. Both provisions provide that rent to be paid includes a possible decrease in rent determined in accordance with the terms of a, quote, rental assistance agreement, end quote. Since the expression rental assistance agreement is not defined in the tenancy agreement, it is necessary to look at the factual matrix surrounding the formation of that contract. It is clear from the factual matrix that the housing corporation decides whether an applicant will be accorded a rent subsidy, that is, whether it will enter into a rental assistance agreement with a tenant, on the basis of the information provided on the assistance application. Upon entering into the tenancy agreement, the parties must therefore have understood that the housing corporation would determine whether to provide rental assistance to A in accordance with the terms of and information provided on the assistance application if A chose to submit one. A's interest in the trust does not form part of her assets for the purpose of determining her eligibility to be considered for a rent subsidy from the housing corporation. First, the trust has the essential features of a Henson trust. The trustee is given ultimate discretion with respect to payments out of the trust to the person with disabilities for whom the trust was settled, the effect being that this person cannot compel the trustee to make payments to him or her, and is prevented from unilaterally collapsing the trust. As a result, A has no enforceable right to receive any of the trust's income or capital. Her interest in the trust is akin to a mere hope that some or all of its property will be distributed to her at some point in the future. Trust arrangements such as these cannot be treated as actually enriching the person with disabilities for whom they were settled, because they are structured in a way that puts the trust property beyond that person's control. Second, the word assets must be given its ordinary and grammatical meaning in light of the specific context in which it was used. A reasonable person who interprets the assistance application objectively would understand the word assets to mean an applicant's property or interest in property that can actually be used to discharge his or her debts and liabilities, including monthly rent. This meaning aligns with the overall purpose of the rental assistance program, which is to provide rent subsidies to tenants who are in significant financial need. The word assets, as it is used in the assistance application, is therefore not broad enough to encompass A's interest in the trust, because this interest on its own is not something that A can use to pay her rent or to discharge other debts or liabilities. Her financial circumstances are only ameliorated if and when the trustees actually decide to make distributions to her. For this reason, the value of the trust is not pertinent to the determination of A's eligibility to receive rental assistance, and there was thus no basis for the housing corporation to require that A provide information regarding the value of her trust before considering her assistance application. The housing corporation therefore breached its obligation to determine whether A would receive a rent subsidy in accordance with the terms of the assistance application. All of the criteria for issuing declaratory relief are met in this case. The interpretation of the word asset is a justiciable issue that is real 
and one in which both parties clearly have a genuine interest. Moreover, a declaration would have practical utility, as it would settle the live controversy between the parties. Accordingly, it is declared that A has a right to have her application for a rent subsidy considered by the Housing Corporation in accordance with the terms of the assistance application, and that her interest in the trust is not an asset for the purpose of such determination. A may also be entitled to a monetary remedy for the Housing Corporation's failure to consider her application. However, there is insufficient evidence in the record before the court to make a determination as to the amount of such a remedy. This issue should be remitted for determination by the court of original jurisdiction for it to analyze the evidence and grant an award of damages that would put A in the position she would have been in had the Housing Corporation not breached its obligation. The declarations made by the Court of Appeal are set aside. Per Justices Brown and Rowe, dissenting in part, the appeal should be allowed in part, and the declaratory relief granted to the Housing Corporation by the Court of Appeal should be set aside. While there is agreement with the majority's analysis with respect to Henson Trusts, there is disagreement with the analysis relating to the Housing Corporation's Rental Assistance Program. There is no legal basis on which a court can make an order as to the operation of this discretionary program, as there is no contractual obligation requiring the Housing Corporation to consider any rental assistance application, nor is the Housing Corporation bound to a particular framework for the determination of who is to receive rental assistance. The availability of declaratory relief is premised on the actual or potential infringement of the applicant's rights. Absent a legal entitlement to Ankler declaration, one cannot be granted. In this case, A has no contractual entitlement to rental assistance under the tenancy agreement. The assistance application is a document designed to assist the Housing Corporation in running its discretionary program and simply provides a means for the Housing Corporation to determine which applicants meet the asset cutoff it has established. The choice of who receives assistance from among individuals who satisfy the basic eligibility requirements is the Housing Corporation's to make. The Housing Corporation's discretion is not limited to consideration of the information provided in the assistance application or by any manner it distributed assistance in the past. Furthermore, the Housing Corporation has no contractual obligation to consider A's assistance application. Clause 5A of the Tenancy Agreement and the definition of the term unit rent contemplate the possibility of a tenant receiving additional rental assistance but those provisions do not impose on the Housing Corporation an obligation to consider whether a tenant should receive rental assistance. That a decrease in rent may occur does not mean that the Housing Corporation has an obligation to consider whether for any tenant it will occur. For tenants who have merely applied for rental assistance, there is no rental assistance agreement, and therefore no contract, until it has been determined that they will in fact receive rental assistance. As the decision by the Housing Corporation of whether to provide rental assistance is not justiciable, then neither A nor the Housing Corporation can receive declaratory relief concerning that decision. Just as A does not have a right for her application to be considered, the Housing Corporation does not have a right to compel A to apply for rental assistance, nor a right to receive any information from A that will help it determine whether she should receive any assistance.